Hello and welcome back to Six Figure Honey, a passive income and money mindset podcast. Today we are going to dive into how to rewire your brain for success and how having new experiences can help rewire your brain faster and help you generate and manifest sales in your business. So if that sounds like your vibe, let's dive in. Hello and welcome back, you gorgeous, gorgeous humans. We are back from Mexico and feeling so effing good. I'm so excited to be back, even though I, of course, obviously miss the beautiful blue waters and the vibe of Mexico. I'm really excited for where this business is going and how we can scale it. And it's it's just a really, really freaking exciting time. So while I was gone, some things that we celebrated were I wrote down in my journal that I wanted to sell two Simply Passive courses and three anonymous millionaire courses. I ended up selling two Simply Passive courses and four anonymous millionaire courses. So, or starter kits. I am just blown away I that I made over $1,000 in during like a five-day vacation when I really wasn't posting that much, when I was scuba diving, walking on the beach, spending time with my family, going for walks along, not our resort, but our condo. And like, I'm just blown away and so excited by this business. So I want to dive into some of the things that I did. Also, why I think going on vacation is really powerful and other tips and tricks that you can do to get out of your current environment that help rewire your brain to look for more opportunities and for for new experiences and success. And so I want to share a story with you about how I have rewired my brain with the simplest change of habits and schedules. So if you don't already know this, I believe it's something like this. We have the same 91% of our thoughts are the same every single day. So we really don't have a lot of new thoughts every day. And if you've ever seen one of those like retreats, like a yoga retreat or a leadership retreat, like a Tony Robbins or a Joe Dispenza meditation retreat or any kind of like leadership retreat or sales retreat, Part of the reason that they do it in these different locations, yes, part of it is to make money and so that they can be in Mexico while they do it, but it's not like they're, you know, it's just a vacation and they're not working. So part of the reason that they do it away from your house or in a different location is because getting out of your natural environment is really powerful. So if you've ever read Atomic Habits, if you haven't, I highly recommend it. It's so good. It talks all about this we have these things called habit cues, right? So if our habit in the morning is, if our alarm goes off and we hit snooze, right? That alarm going off is our cue. And then if we're in the habit of hitting snooze and rolling over and staying in bed, that's what we're gonna keep doing because we have these triggers. It's called the habit loop, right? So you have a cue, you do the habit, you get the reward for doing that action or that habit, right? If I walk by a bowl of M&Ms every day and then I just have the habit of always grabbing one and then I'm rewarded with the pleasure of having an M&M. So changing your environment makes it so much easier for your brain to get rid of those habit cues and those triggers. So that's another thing. Sorry, I'm a little all over the place with this one because I think it's a really powerful topic and there's so many different directions to go with it. But the biggest thing is just rewiring your brain for success by doing by changing your environment and creating ways to have new thoughts and new experiences. So I want to share a story with you about a time when I was living in a different state 
And I lived about three blocks from like the wealthiest neighborhood in the city. It honestly was its own little city. I feel like every bit, every major city has that one neighborhood, right? That's has these huge massive lawns. Everybody drives through it for like when it's Christmas time to look at the Christmas lights. So I lived three blocks from that big neighborhood. And back then I drove into work. I had a nine to five job where I drove into work and I could go two ways to work. The fastest way was going away from that neighborhood and cutting over to the highway. The other, the slower route, which honestly was only like three minutes slower to get to work, was driving through the neighborhood and zigzagging my way over to the highway instead of it being a straight shot. And one day somebody told me, like, was just talking about what a beautiful drive going through that neighborhood was to get to my house. And they were like, gosh, I just love driving through this neighborhood. It's so beautiful. And I just had the thought of like, oh, that's so interesting. What if I took that route to work every day instead of foregoing going through the beautiful drive? What if I started my day like looking at these beautiful houses and these beautiful lawns? Like what a great way to start my morning is going through driving through this beautiful neighborhood instead of just taking the boring like major streets and intersections. So what I noticed And I always go back to this as such a positive pivot in my life. And it's so simple. It's literally just changing the route to work. Um, I started asking questions as I was driving through this neighborhood. I would ask like, what? this is so crazy. You know, I could never afford to live here. What do these people do to afford these houses? And I really started to think about that because I was like, not every doctor can afford to live here. Not every accountant, not every, you know, lawyer can afford to can afford one of these houses. So what are these people doing? And some of them, yes, are major surgeons. Some of them, yes, have. But a lot of them are business owners with their own practice or doctors with their own practice or business owners who have built a business. Or there is a few people who I knew in the neighborhood who were more like generational wealth people. But for the most part, they were business owners and it wasn't the typical, oh, I went to school and I got a good, I got a decent job as a CPA and now I own this $3 million home. <laughs> no, a lot of them were business owners and it just started getting me into the thought process of, okay, how could I do this? These are obviously like, these are just regular people. And so the more that I would take this route through this neighborhood, it was really changing my brain chemistry to start thinking and looking for new opportunities. So when I say to change your environment, I don't mean you have to go on a five-day vacation to Mexico, although I will say I think it helps um, because here's the truth. I don't use my vacations to just drink on the beach and escape my life. I use them to propel my life forward. I don't vacation like probably most people vacation. When I go on a vacation, I... We, I walk every morning. I journal all the time. I really don't drink that much. I honestly don't drink that much anymore in general. I used to be a little bit more of a, of a party girl, but I'm not anymore. Just because I hated feeling hungover. I hated wasting a Sunday. I hated that feeling of, oh my gosh, I was, <laughs> was it worth it? Was like, was last night really that fun that it is worth wasting an entire Sunday in bed? So I just don't really drink that much anymore. So on my vacations, I'm not just sitting by the beach drinking. I'm going for walks. I'm exercising. I'm journaling. I'm reading a book. Um, I'm being really present in the moment. We're going scuba diving. We're snorkeling. We're doing all of these really active things on our vacation. And then I was working on my business a little bit in between like pockets of time. There was definitely times where I had zero cell service. I had, um, or I was literally scuba diving for a few hours underwater not continuously, obviously, but 
but um but yeah so there was huge pockets of time where i didn't i couldn't work on my business and one thing that i will say what i that what i love about scuba diving too is when i was down there i realized i have never been more present in a moment in any point in my life than when i am scuba diving because you are paying so close attention to your surroundings what you're looking at the coral the fish um, making sure that you're not bumping into the coral and fo focusing on your buoyancy. Where's everybody else in the group? Where's my dive master? Do I have an eye on him? Is my, am I regulating my breathing? Like, right, there's, you're just so present in the moment that I didn't have time to worry about my business or think about, oh, I hope I make a sale while I'm down here. Like that thought didn't even cross my mind. And I think that that's also really powerful is when you can find moments and take time to do things that you really love where you're not worried about making sales or your business because I feel like that opens you up to a huge into receiving mode essentially um and it allows for all of the work that you've done to kind of t take a pause and flow into your life instead of staying in this hustle vibration and, or this desperate vibration now some things you can do to change your environment or get into a new space when you don't have a lot of time, you don't have a lot of money to spend is doing similar things like I like I talked about, just finding a new route to drive to work or drive to the grocery store or whatever your daily usual thing is, is just start changing your envi environment slowly. Or one of the things that we just did is we bought new nightstands or well, we got them for Christmas and we're selling our old ones and I hung new curtains and our room has it's so crazy that just a few pieces of furniture and some curtains can change the dynamic of your room. But I was so embarrassed by our room. I, I always closed the door to it when people came over because our nightstands looked awful. You could see the wires of everything. They were not great. They're cute, but they don't fit the space. I didn't have those curtains up. Um, we had our hamper in the middle of it and it just looked awful. And now it looks so, oh, and we didn't have a good comforter. And now that I've changed my room, I love being in my room. And it was just a simple tweak, but it makes me feel like I am so much more put together. It makes me feel like I'm somebody who is aesthetic, who has a wonderful home, who, you know, it's just changed a lot of how I see myself and my environment, which I know probably might sound silly, but it really makes a difference. Another thing that I've, this isn't an original thought. I've just heard somebody say this before and I thought it was really smart, which was go to the nicest hotel in your area and just work or spend an hour reading a book in the coffee shop or the cafe of that hotel. Like order a black coffee and just nobody's going to kick you out. Nobody's going to say anything to you for being there. People go in there all the time. So just grab a, like take your purse and grab a book and, and go be in that environment and watch people in nice suits and beautiful cars driving up and all of this stuff and just put yourself in that environment and in that vibration of all of these wealthy and affluent and abundant people or business people. So there's other places that you can go or go walk in a new park that you haven't been to explore a neighborhood. One of the things that I love doing that I've now that I've mentioned is drive, doing the neighborhood driving. I will drive in one of my favorite neighborhoods um, in the town that I live in and just visualize myself living there and just being there. And honestly, it doesn't, it's not like, oh my gosh, the next day I just won a million dollars and I have this beautiful house, but it just gets me in the vibration and the thought process of how could I afford to do this? And just also reaffirming my whys and being like, okay, yes, this is, I'm on the right path and this is what I'm going to do and I'm going to keep working and I'm going to keep 
moving in the direction of my goals so that I can walk around this neighborhood in the morning because this is where I live now, right? So just visualizing the life that you want and doing small things to change your environment or change your route or change your work routine to start adding in the things that you love and the vision that you want to have for your life is so freaking powerful. Now, something else that has helped me tremendously is just breaking certain habits that I have because I've always done it that way. So one quote that helped me that my mom actually sent me when I was planning my wedding was, um, there are no rules. And it told this story of this woman who was just having the worst go of it. She was in such a rut. She was like, I'm just overwhelmed with everything. She was talking to her therapist and she was like, I like even the dishes, I can't even do the dishes because they're loaded and then I don't want to load them or I'd have to wash them twice and I can't do that. And her therapist just goes, why can't you wash them twice? And she was like, what do you mean? And she was like, why can't you just wash your dishes twice if that's what's going to get it done? Why wouldn't you just wash them twice? And she was like, well, because that's a waste of water. It's all of these things. And the therapist was like, it's better than it just sitting there. So just wash your dishes twice. So she goes on to realize that this became her mantra. And she was like, while I was in that place, I would wash my dishes twice. I would shower laying down. I would do all of these things that are not, quote unquote, how you do things. But it helped her get through that time. She was like, today, I don't have to wash my dishes twice. Today, I shower standing up. Today, I do all of these things. But to get through that period of time where I was in such a rut, I had to remind myself there there are no rules. I just need to get it done. And I think that's really the power of taking messy action and also just making things easier for yourself to get done what you need to get done. If there's, if you have to have a day where you do something different, do it. If that's what's going to keep you moving forward and taking continuous action and continuous steps in the direction of your goals and the life that you want. One very silly thing that I have done when I heard this no rules thing was I just started thinking about, oh my gosh, what are all of these things or these habits that I have that I don't even know why I have them. And one of them is um, I have a a very tiny closet and it's so hard. I always am running out of hangers. I almost hate doing laundry because I know that when I go to put them away, I'm going to struggle to find hangers. It's going to be a burden and it's not going to be a super easy process. And so what I realized was I had this empty drawer in the bottom of my dresser. And I was like, well, what if I just started putting my jeans in there? Because it's so much easier for me to just fold up my jeans and throw them in a drawer and I don't have a ton of jeans. And so what that did is it sounds so silly, but I'm so much faster to fold up my jeans and just throw them in my drawer. Now I have more hangers because my jeans aren't hanging up. And then I started doing the same thing with my sweaters. My fiance actually doesn't hang his sweaters. And I was like, why don't you hang your sweaters? And he was like, well, it gets that like, (laughs) he called it a nipple, (laughs) of course. Um, But it gets that like it stretches and it leaves that little indent on your shoulder. And so he was like, that's why I don't hang them. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's brilliant. I've never I just have always thought that you hang your shirts and your clothes unless they're T-shirts. Like the nice stuff goes in the closet. The ratty stuff goes in the drawers. I don't know why that's my mentality, but it just is. And so I was like, "Okay, well, I'm going to start. I'm going to do that, too. And our new nightstands have drawers in them. and so I was like, well, I'm just going to start folding my sweaters as well. And guess what that did? It made it so much easier to put away my clothes because I don't have to search for hangers. And now for the things that do get hung up, I have tons of hangers. 
So just by changing two things of two habits that I had, because that's just the way my parents did it. It's the way their parents did it. It's just the way that my family folds and puts away clothes. Now it's different. And now I feel so much relief when I do laundry because I know it's going to take me two minutes to put things away instead of, well, honestly, probably 10 minutes of searching for hangers and getting not wanting to finish because I've because uh, I don't want to have to keep searching for hangers or you know what I mean it's it's so funny when I feel like I say that because it's like oh my gosh that is so lazy of you it takes 10 minutes to do this but for whatever reason because it's not simple and fat and straightforward and easy it makes me avoid it and I put it off but I think that's a natural human response so if you can think of habits and things that you could just slightly tweak in your life. It doesn't have to be this big grand change that you make. It can be these little tiny tweaks. So I, I'm i gonna recommend it again. Atomic Habits is so good. It talks about, it tells a story in the beginning about, I think it was the French cycling team. It's one of the cycling teams and they were getting ready for the Tour de France. And one of the things that they did was they started changing the tiniest things of their routine they kept their bikes in the best conditions they put them in the best storage places that would optimize speed i guess or keep the bikes in the best possible shape um what else would they do i think they got thinner um thinner material or more aerodynamic material for their racers to help make them just like 0.002% lighter and they go through all of these tiny little teeny bitsy changes that add up over time and they ended up being so successful and making such a huge difference because of all of these teeny tiny little changes that they made. I wish I could remember it more specifically all of the little things but if you haven't read Atomic Habits or you haven't listened to it I highly recommend it because it's so good. It talks about these habit cues and it tells really good stories of how these small, tiny changes that we make can make such a huge difference in your life. And I really believe that, especially when it comes to changing your environment and rewiring the, the way that you're thinking. Because like I mentioned before, our thoughts are the same thoughts every day for the most part, like night over 90% of our thoughts are the same every single day. So the more that you can change your environment, change your habits, and make little tweaks to your day, the more you're going to start changing your thoughts and your mindset. And so there's this analogy that I've heard from Tony Robbins of like a sailboat, right? And if a sailboat's sailing north, and then you change it just 0.1 degrees going, you know, east, you know, it's not going to make a huge difference in one mile or a day. But 200 miles later, it's going to be in a completely opposite place than it would have been if it just kept going north, right? So think about that for like your life. There's also a book called The Compound Effect and it talks about, it kind of plays into the idea of compound interest, but also compounding habits. And they give the example of, you know, there's three guys. One guy goes, one guy goes to the gym every day and he makes all these changes. He forgoes the M&Ms at work. Um, and he starts eating healthier. The guy in the middle makes slight changes. You know, he only grabs two or three M&Ms and starts going on walks. And then the final guy doesn't do any changes and always grabs a handful of M&Ms as he walks by it at his work and he doesn't go to the gym. He just goes home and watches TV. And the difference from the first place to the last place guy are huge. 
and even the place from the first place for the from the first guy who completely changes his habits to the second guy who only modifies his habits slightly is totally different right so one guy is totally fit and in the best shape of his life the middle guy is just kind of holding his weight where he's at he's really not growing but he's not getting worse and then the third guy is gaining weight feeling more sluggish um, his mental health is declining because of all the TV. And it gives a really good example of how if you want to make changes in your life, just making changes by saying no to the M&Ms instead of, oh, I'll just have some, right, can really make a difference. So, and over time, that really compounds over and over and over again. Now, for all my digital marketing girlies and guys out there, I really want you to think about how can you change your routine and your posting habits if you're not really seeing results? What are some things that you can tweak even slightly and do just slightly better next time? Maybe it's writing out your caption in your notes and rereading it or adding emojis. So here's the thing is it takes me like two minutes to come up with content, but it takes me 10 to 15 minutes to perfect that content because I go through my, what I started doing was I started going through my notes and typing my caption out in my notes. And then I started rereading my captions. I started adding emojis and line breaks where I thought things were too wordy or hard to read or the the most important information would get lost. And I started tweaking it that way. And if you're like, I just don't have time for that. What are pockets of time that you can find? And it doesn't have to be, I'm not saying post three times a day. I'm not saying take an hour. I get that people's lives are so, so busy, but could you wake up 20 minutes earlier? If you're going to the grocery store, could you take five to 10 minutes from in the grocery store and create a piece of content? What are some things that you can do to change your habits and change how you create your content to make it just a little tiny bit better? And another thing that to think about too is this completely changed my my experience with digital marketing. I was making some sales, but I really started making sales when I found a course that I really aligned with. I really wasn't pushing my old course. The I'm just going to call it out. I'm, I know some people love it so much, so I, I hate to call it out, but for me, it wasn't aligned. And it's that the learn and earn profits online course. It was just a lot. It was overwhelming. There was so much information. I felt like I was skipping through a lot of it and I wanted something more straightforward because I really wasn't going to do affiliate marketing. I really wasn't going to do all of these other things that it was included in the course. And so when I switched over to Simply Passive, that pivot and that change got me, not only did it like create, give me a new strategy to work with or a better roadmap and strategy to work with, it got me in a new vibration of actually feeling really excited about selling this course and really excited. I want to promote it all the time now because I feel so aligned and good with it. So even just making the tiniest change where I just got, I was like, okay, I took a few days because I had been thinking about it and I was like, you know what? I don't want to just be chasing the next best thing. That's not what I want. I want to see if I can really sell this course. And I was like, I just don't even want to sell this course. Now I could have stayed in that energy and been like, gosh, it's so expensive. I just, I've already paid for this course. I've got to make this course work. Or I could do what I did and I could pivot and I could say, okay, I'm not excited about this course. This isn't bringing me joy. This isn't making me excited. It's stressing me out. And so I pivoted and I said, you know what? Nope, 
we're, we're jumping in. I've heard other people kind of say the same thing that I'm feeling. So if they're feeling that too, then that means there's so many other people out there feeling this. And if I also don't pivot and align, I'm going to regret it just like I would, re- would have regretted not starting this business, right? I'm going to sit there and I'm going to watch everybody else buy this course and I'm going to watch everybody else sell this course. And then I'm just going to, every day, I'm going to wish I would have bought it sooner, right? And so knowing that really put it in perspective of being like, okay, you know what? Nope, I'm going to I'm gonna buy this course. I'm really excited about it. And I'm going to sell it in 24 hours. And I sold it in 23. And it was <laughs> the craziest thing to happen. Like, I'm pretty decent at manifesting, but I've gotten so much better when I've started really trusting my gut and going with things that feel really aligned like starting this podcast nobody else that I have seen or is promoting a podcast for digital marketing so just because nobody else is doing it doesn't mean it can't be done right or just because a lot of people haven't bought into a course yet but it feels really good for you means like do it (laughs) I guess is the best way to put it like just do what feels good and aligned for you and I think that's why I've been able to see a lot of success with this business so far is because I've just been making aligned moves everywhere I go. And I've just been trying to trust my gut with how I keep moving through this business and pivoting and making teeny little tweaks here and there. So pivot if you need to find new ways to create new habits and rewire your brain for success, whether it's getting up earlier and doing affirmations that you usually don't do, whether it's getting super duper clear on what goals you want to set for your business. I'm talking write down the number that you want to hit, write down the amount of sales that you want to make, write down which product you want to sell. Because there has been a time where I was like, I was, I'm going to get a sale today. And I got a sale and it was really exciting, but it was a lower product. And I was convinced that it was going to be a higher product but I wasn't super clear. I just kept saying over and over again, I'm, I know it, I feel it, I'm gonna make a sale today. And I'm so grateful for any sale that I make ever, but I will say that is the power of being super duper clear. So I hope you have a beautiful day. And as always, if this podcast has been helpful for you in any way, please rate it, review it, um, share it with friends. And I or reach out to me on Instagram. I absolutely love hearing from you guys. Anytime I get a DM, I like almost cry. I feel like I got a sale because when people DM me saying like, hey, I just listened to your podcast and it was so good or it was really helpful. It helped get me started. Um, I was thinking about starting this journey, but then I found your podcast. Like it makes my freaking day, guys. Like it really genuinely does. I I can't express it enough. So I love you all so much and I will see you soon.